Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Speed. I'm John Ray alongside Frazier and Dieter managing partner, Roger Lesby. Roger. Good morning, John. It's May 18th. We got past the May 17th tax deadline. So I thought about you yesterday. I feel refreshed. I feel excited. I know. You look like a million bucks after that deadline came and went. So uh, congratulations on that, get, getting through another season. But I guess you've probably got some folks that extended, one or uh, two. We, we had quite a few. So, I'll bet. Uh, I'll my, bet. Myself included. Yeah, there you go. That's right. That's right. It, it's the shoe cobbler, right? You work on everybody else's shoes before you work on, on yours, well, right? We're, we're like my most people we're still waiting on k1s yeah yeah okay got it got it well um we've got two great guests uh folks we've got uh jeff smith and dan dunn and uh one company's not good enough two companies not good enough they've got three right uh one direct health t-rex and restore metabolics uh and we're going to hear a little bit about what they're up to jeff dan welcome thank you thank you thank you after you say it like that, it's uh, three. Yeah, that's uh, no wonder I'm busy. I'm out in Phoenix today, and I uh, appreciate the opportunity to jump on a call and, and kind of share the story of One Direct. So thanks for including Dan and myself. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So let's, uh, Jeff, let's talk a little bit about what you guys are up to uh, with uh, One Direct and these other companies. Right. Well, it, um, <clears throat> One Direct is a, a – um, post-operative care company that works primarily with uh, veterans and the work comp community, those patients that have had a, an accident on the job. And, and um, they typically are the worst um, and the least compliant patient population. We have a, um, a, a piece of equipment that's called the T-Rex. It really stands for Total Range Extender or Exerciser. So we have a uh, overpressure stretching uh, equipment that we actually take to the patient's home and allow them to actually do the, the stretching exercises to help them after a surgery recover more rapidly to get back to work or back to, uh, you know, their act, daily activities. Um, we stumbled upon this uh, back in 2014 uh, with another company we were involved in, and that's actually how I met Roger. And got involved with Fraser Dieter. His brother and I were partners in a company called Amendia. Uh, prior to that, I was in banking, and, and uh, the company Amendia is a spinal hardware company. And uh, Tim and uh, and another partner, we started that uh, back in 2008. Um, from that experience, it was a spinal hardware company. From that experience, yes. you, you learned you learned a lot about um, uh, how patients. Uh, respond post-operatively and we saw a definite gap out there in the fact that the surgeon did a great job but but who could hold the you know the patient accountable you know the doc did a good job pt does a great job but at the end of the day you know the payer and the employer pay do their thing but it really boils down to is the patient compliant and what one direct the company i'm involved in um and uh we've you know, we're lucky enough to have a, 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 um, an investor group to come in and see the vision, too. What we're trying to do is actually, you know, balance the scales. We actually have a smart technology where we can uh, see remotely how these patients are doing, help them get on the equipment and do the right thing. And, and uh, But it's also a, a way to, 
to show, hey, look, the doc did a great job. The physical therapy's doing a great job, but the patient's not doing what they need to do the other uh, five days of the week. Um, so, you know, we think that uh, what we're on to is a, an interesting solution to give visibility and clarity into that patient's home. Um, who's with me today is Dan Dunn, our CFO. He's my right-hand man. Uh, his last name is appropriate. You give Dan a task, it will be done by the end of, of business day. And I'm just fortunate to have him as a sidekick with the three companies. And I'll share a little more about, uh, you know, uh, these companies as we go along. But I want to introduce Dan. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a great accolade. And, and probably uh, number one uh, task you want or a trait you want to have in a CFO, I should say. Exactly. And he knows where all the cash is. That's the finding those graves. <laughs> know where all the bodies are. That's exactly right. I love it. But uh but no but Jeff's been a just been a friend, a, a partner, a shareholder, an investor now for thirteen plus years and and really has uh, has really developed a nice successful track, uh, especially in the healthcare industry. And so that's why I'm always excited when Jeff is heading up some of these new ventures for our investor group. Well, thank you, Roger. I mean, it. Um, you know, as a, I'm a, a, a banker by training with Sonovus, uh, Sonovus Financial Corporation, and uh, I have got always had an entrepreneurial kind of spirit. And uh, you know, the healthcare industry to me, with Roger and I were talking about it earlier. We live in a world of uh, of, of not healthcare, but it's really sick care. And um, if you think about it, uh, the, the the docs are are programmed to react off of uh, you come in to the to see them. It's not around wellness. It's around what's your issue. Let's go ahead and treat it and, and slap you on the on the rear end and get you back out in the street. Um, and, and the world, what we're trying to do with One Direct and the company Restore Metabolics that you mentioned, which is our third company, is really uh, around wellness and preventative um, uh, maintenance. So, um, you know, we we see where the market's going, and we think that, uh, you know, trying to change it from sick care back to health care and wellness um, is where the future of uh, medicine's going. Well, and I think that's certainly one of the benefits of the COVID pandemic is, is that, uh People have realized that America's not in great health, and uh, there's been a lot more focus on wellness and uh, and, and people getting in better, uh, I'll call it better shape, but it's more than just exercise. It's 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 dietary and, and everything else that goes with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it, uh, it, um, it accentuated it, I guess. So. And it also, it also uh, highlighted, I mean, we were fortunate enough during the pandemic, even though the caseload um, went down significantly in the, the VA hospitals around the country. But also, if you think about it, um, on the work comp side, that reduced significantly, too, because you have less people working. They were all hunkered down at home. They're not in their cars having, you know, accidents. <laughs> Uh, in their trucks and vehicles that they're going to and from their work or in their, you know, in their van or what have you. So we maintained, actually, we were up a couple of hundred thousand during the pandemic. And I think that's attributed to 
us having a home-based physical therapy platform um, that we can, you know, monitor these patients if they do get, uh, you know, need a procedure done and they can do it safely in their home uh, versus worried about going to a physical therapy facility where multiple people are potentially catching COVID. And talk about the, the, the types of people that you're being able to help, Jeff. Um, right now, our, our main focus on, uh, on One Direct, is, uh, as I mentioned, was the workers' comp and the, the veteran, uh, our veterans, which uh, to me is a, a patriot. I love taking care of our vets. I love going out and, and setting these patients up. On um, <clears throat> Restore Metabolics, it's a different patient population where we are working with um, all walks of life, but anyone with type uh, type 2 primarily, uh, pre-diabetic, or any type of metabolic disorders. Um, and th- this company called Restore Metabolics um, has an insulin infusion treatment that's state-of-the-art and um, just getting started. But what we're doing is resetting their metabolism and re- reversing what you, you'll see out there in, in the world is insulin sensitivity. Uh, or, or insulin resistance, and as we get older, and <clears throat> the things that we put in our mouth and we drink and our and our metabolic makeup, uh, you know, we we used to um, have to go catch a buffalo out on the range and kill it to eat it. Now you just drive through Whitney's and get a buffalo chicken sandwich, um, <clears throat> and the convenience of food has also kind of um, has been a, a, a major force in and this diabetes epidemic. You want to talk about an epidemic, that's diabetes. What we found, the reason why Restore Metabolics is is part of a portfolio of companies that that, uh, we're involved in, we recognize that if I could change the metabolism of a patient before they go to have an elective surgery, um, I'm going to uh, drastically increase the uh, outcome of that patient. What do I mean by that? The patient, if I can get their metabolism by biomimicking what a pancreas does um, and improve the 56 trillion cells in their body where they're burning energy more efficiently, I'm going to have less inflammation, less scarring, less chance of infection, which 8 to 10% of all orthopedic surgeries end up in an infection. Um, We think that uh, what we're doing will bend the cost curve significantly once we prove this as a standard of care before a patient that's a pre-diabetic or diabetic gets on an operating table. So in a nutshell, we think uh, we can drastically help the healthcare system, uh, reducing costs by them doing these treatments. Wow. Uh, great uh, stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. I, I didn't have anything. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were uh, uh, jumping in there. Uh, folks, we're here chatting with Jeff Smith and Dan Dunn. Uh, One Direct, uh, T-Rex, and Restore Metabolics are the three companies we're chatting about. Um, you talked about diabetes. Let's talk about and, and what's at stake there and uh, you know the epidemic, epidemic of diabetes. Let's talk about the what's at stake with workers comp and just the size of the problem that you're addressing well in a, from a macro standpoint john it's it, um 
The first time I saw this was about a year ago. It's funny, March of last year, right before the pandemic, we, we realized that we, we had an issue with the COVID-19. Um, I, I reached out to one of my spine docs that I leaned on quite significantly, Dr. Luis Duarte down in San Angelo, Texas, and he does a lot of complex spine procedures. Um, and I called him, and he actually picked up. He was in the OR, and you could hear the drills going in the background. And I go, Dr. Duarte, uh, I just saw this this uh, interesting uh, insulin, uh, pulsatized insulin um, uh, infusion um, treatment. And uh, what what percentage of your patients are either diabetic, pre-diabetic, type one or two? Uh, when I when I say that, uh, or Parkinson's, and the guy goes, um, Jeff is between eighty and ninety percent. He's in San Angelo, Texas. He's got a bit of a, a Latin American population there. Um, and I, I've learned more in the last year than I, I want to claim as it relates to the, the, the diabetes and the demographics. But if it's if you come from a, um, a more nomadic type of region, uh, it it seems to be significantly higher percentages. Um, our African American community, the Latina community, um, you know, it can be upwards of forty or fifty percent that are dealing with uh, these symptoms. Um, and, and again, it's diet, it's exercise, it's, uh, it's just your makeup. And, um, uh, and back to my, my Buffalo, Buffalo versus Buffalo, uh, chicken th- that you drive through at Wendy's. So, um, it's a significant problem. It's not going away. Our, our, um, our Asian Indian community, our American Indian community all have, uh, high percentages. You get around the world, China. Um, Japan, um, they're all in the 20 to 30 percent range. So it's a, it's a, you don't talk about a real pandemic. That's it. I mean, these folks are, are dealing with, when you're dealing with diabetes, it, it, it's not just the, you know, the sugar, sugar killer. It's a, it is, uh, you're dealing with, uh, cardiovascular. You're dealing with, uh, neuro, um, and, um, uh, neurological issues. Um, and we think that uh, this is a base platform to add other biologics can really reset the, the patient's metabolism upwards of 15 to 20 years. Um, the energy level goes up. They're, um, they're burning on all cylinders again, like they did 20 years ago, uh, less inflammation, et cetera. So it'll allow the patient to be more active. Um, it also allows them to control their sugar too. So, uh, which we're seeing with patients that are compliant with this, um, we're seeing upwards of 50% to 75% of the medications that they're on are being reduced. So anyway, it's, a, it's an exciting time and, and I'm just hopeful that uh, the good Lord let me uh, hang out for another 25 years and see this thing really materialize into a standard of care. Yeah, because it's obviously a huge market, a huge marketplace yeah. out there. Yes, indeed. If you've got 300 million people and you're just conservatively, it's just uh, 10, 10% of the of the patient population, which is tw- uh, at least 20 or six, tw- 30 to 60 million people just here in the United States. You get to Turkey and India and China, you know, that's 35, 40% of the patient are dealing with these, these problems. Right. And although it's more commonplace, uh, the older you get, uh, it certainly, uh, it certainly affects people in, in every age range. 
Exactly. As we become more sedentary uh, with the kids, you know, playing video games and other things, um, and not going out and playing and riding a bike, et cetera, I think it's going to only increase. And, and at more early stages, are we going to see this this problem? So, Dan, I didn't know if if you had anything that that you wanted to add or anything that that you were seeing in terms of growth uh, for any of the companies. Um, I mean, with with uh, One Direct, you know, coming through the pandemic, we were very fortunate to stay um, in a level playing field. Um, as we're looking forward, uh, we think with some of the technology that we have, especially the smart technology where people can go out and see what patients are doing and how they're progressing in their treatment, um, we do see that we're going to have an upside in our revenue stream uh, with that. Um, yeah, especially as we become more mobile and people working out of their homes, I think that type of technology is really going to be a driving force for OneDirect. Uh, and then when you look at um, Restore Metabolics, you know, coming out of the uh, our infancy stage, all we see is up, upside potential. It's going out, finding those rural hospitals, uh, finding those doctors that are looking to make a change to a different type of treatment method. Um, and once we get people on board with that, I, I think the sky is going to be the limit for restore metabolics and bringing on people, driving revenue and making changes in people's lives. And the rural hospital is where you are today, correct? Uh, correct. I'm uh, down in uh, back to Georgia at uh, Appling Healthcare. Uh, they're uh, one of our first clients. Uh, we've gotten them probably 60, 70 days in. And they now have a three-week uh, waiting period for people to come in and do treatments. Uh, the word of mouth is going out there. Uh, people are seeing the results. And uh, the hospital is uh, more than happy as far as um, how the company, how we perform for them and how uh, they're getting treatments out and performing for their patients. Exciting. Exciting. Yes. And, 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 and I share a little bit. Dan, I, you, you probably had some conversation with them on on the on their uh, projected growth for the next uh, you know the next twelve months. Did Randy share that with you? He did. He's he's looking at this as being a groundbreaking uh, event for uh, for the hospital and for him uh, as far as adding new clinics into uh, some of the different areas that they have a reach into, and then also some of his uh, you know. Uh, grander plans, the, the bigger picture of going out into some of the different areas out here in the southeastern uh, part of the state, uh, bringing on those hospitals, bringing on those clinics, and really developing a company that we could go out and we could really start telling a, a good story, uh, both the new patients as, as well as growing our company and take it into Wall Street and, and let them know what's going on with our uh, with what we're doing. It's definitely exciting uh, to add to that, to what Dan's saying there. Um, you know, uh, if you think about rural communities, what we call what we call deserts for healthcare, um, these little uh, rural um, access hospitals are are dying on the vine. They they can't recruit um, enough surgeons to to keep uh, keep the patients in that community uh, and support those patients. So. You know, if you're going to have a procedure done, you're going to Savannah or you're going to Macon or you're going to uh, Albany or, or Thomasville. A lot of these smaller towns that have 20 to 50,000 population in these counties, um, 
have a hard time supporting that the hospital and having adequate and, and uh, proper care. Um, with this, the, you know, there's such a large number of those, you know, 20,000 population, there's 5,000 minimum diabetic population there uh, that are dealing with all kinds of, of interesting problems. Um, and, you know, if we can keep them at home and, and, and if we can get them into uh, the hospital doors once a month, it's going to, you know, one, make the patients and uh, that, uh, that, that community healthier, but two, it's going to drive revenues to that hospital so they can maintain it and, and keep the, the facilities open. Uh, Randy and, and uh, some of the folks that we're working with at Mercer um, University are starting to have um, conversations around how to support and drive uh, these docks back to the rural areas. Uh, we have a couple of, of opportunities there to, to help and make a tremendous impact in South Georgia, but around the really around the entire Southeast and and, uh, and the country as we roll this out. Well, Jeff, probably no industry more so than healthcare has seen uh, the significant changes in the last ten years. Um, you know, I, I, it's actually what's given us a, a number of different opportunities with some of these companies. What do you foresee some of the changes in healthcare going forward, and uh, and what might that look like? Uh, from from my perspective, I, I think we're going to. Uh, I think that the, the general practitioners in internal medicine uh, they have so many patients that are piling up that are dealing with these metabolic issues. And, you know, you can mask it with drugs, but eventually just, you know, you, you got to continue adding to it, you know, instead of uh, 500 milligrams, you got to get a thousand and just keep masking it. Um, I think the, the docs are kind of fed up with those that have been in it 20, 30 years and recognizing they're doing things the same way and expecting different results is crazy. Um, I think they're looking for more holistic approaches, things that are, that uh, allows, you know, the patients to kind of reset, as you talked about earlier, the wellness aspect of this. What's included in that wellness aspect are the, the wonderful things that are going on with biologics and exosomes and other, other um, interest stem cell research that's going on out there. And hopefully what we can do is diagnose the patient early enough on uh, as it relates to even joints, re- joint replacement. Uh, if we can catch it five and 10 years earlier and, and uh, do a maintenance program with those patients, uh, we may be able to avoid having to have a total knee or a total hip and uh, by injections and other things. So um, as an ex-banker, I'm also a guinea pig on, on a lot of these things. You know, I'm not going to sell it unless I'm willing to put it in my body and, and, uh, and try to heal myself to a more natural way. But I think what you're going to see is less invasive surgeries. You're going to have, um, and you're going to also have um, uh, 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 other alternatives that over the next um, next 10 to 15 years that are going to be uh, now look kind of way out there and kind of voodoo medicine. You're going to have it it's become standard of care over the next 10 years because uh, these stem cell, um, uh, as they get um uh, uh, more outcomes data, et cetera, I think you'll see that it, it, it stands up as a, a nice solution. Um, 
uh, to to prevent and to push out those bigger bigger procedures, which cost the healthcare system a lot of money. The example I use is a Dr. Hinman, who is uh, uh, down in, in uh, south south of of us, down in the St. Augustine area. He controls a thirty thousand patient population of Humana, and he's got a universal. Um, risk attached to every one of those 30,000 seniors is Humana Plus. Um, and he gets a set amount to manage that patient population and he pays for all their healthcare needs. If he saves, if he saves money off of that, that annual revenue number and it's significant, he keeps it in his pocket. Um, he is the only, um, he is the only doctor in the Humana organization to allow to use stem cells. And he uses that as a, on the you know on the front end and aggressively uses those uh, to prevent them from having that that, uh, that that total hip or total knee procedure. Again, pushing it out as far as you can because every year goes by, the science gets better, the outcomes data, the less invasive it is. I mean, if you ten years, if you can push it out ten years, ten years ago, ninety percent of the procedures, knees and hips, were done in a hospital. Now that's probably 50%. So taking it from a hospital to an ASC, it, you know, cuts the cost in half. And that's what Hinman's doing is, is really actively managing that 30,000 populations. You know, um, he sees those patients. You think, oh, maybe once a year. He sees them six and a half times a year. So he's proactively managing the healthcare of that 30,000 population. And that's where I see medicine going. Because he's he's he is at risk of those dollars and of those patients. If they get sick, he pays for dialysis. If they get sick, uh, a heart attack, he pays for that emergency room visit. And it's holding that that doctor accountable. And I think that to me that there's some magic in that. Let them drive healthcare. Love oh, guys. We're pulling out headed to Whitecroft to talk to uh, a couple of <laughs> There you go. Okay. Well, uh, Jeff, Dan, this has been great. And uh, y'all are obviously doing some great work. And I can't imagine that folks that have heard what you've had to say, there might be some folks that want to get in touch with you. I'd love it if you could share uh, your coordinates. Sure. I, um, I'll give you uh, my cell phone. That's the easiest way to reach me. Uh, 706-289-8874. This is Jeff Smith. And the easiest way to reach the company would be jsmith at onedirecthealth.com. That's a lot, but that's O-N-E-H-E-A-L-T-H, um, one direct, D-I-R-E-C-T, onedirecthealthcare.health.com. And then jsmith at restore metabolics, and that's R-E-S-T-O-R, and metabolics, M-E-T-A-B-O-L-I-X.com. Um, but Love to, to talk to anybody or send me an email and we connect you to the right folks in the areas. Again, uh, we appreciate uh, everything that Fraser and Dieter does for us to keep us uh, compliant as it relates to our taxes and uh, financial advice. And, and uh, we're just excited about where we're heading with all of these companies and uh, just appreciate the chance to, to share what's going on. Well, Jeff, Dan, I want to thank you both for your time today. Uh, this was a first for us. We have a Zoom radio show with uh, two of you coming from different locations, and we pulled it off successfully, John. Absolutely. Absolutely. No problem. Nice work. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Like, 
Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This has been great. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good day. Appreciate it. Thanks. And uh, folks, just a uh, quick reminder that Frazier and Dieter is one of the fastest growing accounting and advisory firms in the U.S. because they serve the emerging needs of their clients as they evolve. They serve clients from the global Fortune 1000 to growing private businesses by accounting for today while advising for the future. Frazier and Dieter prides itself on investing in relationships to make a difference. For more information, go to FraserDieter.com. Roger, another good one today. Well, thank you, John. Uh, I think it went well. Yeah, I think it did. And uh, we will see you next month. I look forward to it. Uh, folks, and uh, for Roger Lesby, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on another edition of Frazier and Dieter's Business Beat.